Uh, what up, though? What's going on, man? This is probably episode 146, baby. Hey, let's Welcome go. Welcome back, everybody. Let's go. To the Carbon Footprint Podcast. He is Juan and I'm Sean, and every week we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things, making an impact. Whether they be good, bad, or otherwise, hit them with a the drink of the day. Ooh, we, we got, we got a, a fire drink, literally and figuratively speaking, <laughs> this week, man. It is a pineapple spice um it's a little tequila drink uh and it adds a little spice to it that's amazing it's i love this man so it's uh muddled about four slices of jalapeno sean might have to step in and help me out this one's a little complex four slices <laughs> of jalapeno a quarter lime wedge if you have a good size lime a half of a pineapple wedge and you're gonna muddle that in a shaker you're gonna add your liquor which is a shot of patron and then a shot of the Patron Citron, uh, which is the the orange liqueur of the Patron, yep. or half a shot, sorry. So a shot of Patron, half a shot of Citron. You're going to throw in about two to three ounces of pineapple juice to taste in the shaker. Shake it up with ice and then pour into a glass um, and then garnish with uh, pineapple. Did I miss it? I feel like I missed something. No. Miss something? No, no, no. You put, put the put the ice in the rocks glass. And, oh, yeah, that's and, right. And, then and that's it. Pour it. Just and it is delicious. It. And it's got a little spice and tequila. It's good. Yeah. And if it's you like, good, if you like the spice, man, you can add more more jalapeno slices to it. That's why we muddled it because I wanted to really get that spice out of the out of the jalapenos. And um, yeah, it's 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 really good, man. This is a this is a this is a good anytime drink. Oh yeah, you know, we, I was as. I'm talking about this, and I know we add the. Usually, we try to add a post a picture of the drink, yep. and add the recipe. Yep. We should start doing it in, in the YouTube video too. I need to start doing that in the comments. Oh, I didn't think so. About look that. out below in the comments on YouTube. Hit like and subscribe first, and then <laughs> Where, we'll wherever have that the is. recipe, yeah, <laughs> somewhere in there. <laughs> ding ding, whatever. <laughs> Insert uh, emoji here pointing to the thing, or whatever. but uh, yeah, we'll put that in the in the description too on a YouTube video. So oh, that's good, man. I think about that. Try, I, I don't know why it's like yeah, it's kind of like it. so it so obvious. Yep. <laughs> so, look at that evolution. Episode one forty six. It took us to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, pineapple we, spice people we have had a lot of drinks between one this and is 146 true. i think as this podcast goes on we get progressively slower <laughs> you, it's like the evolution of alcoholism <laughs> here's your brain watch these two idiots yeah here's your over brain the, on liquor over, over years <laughs> we're gonna be a study one day <laughs> it's like here's 2020 uh you know 45 and 33 or whatever and then it's gonna be like fast forward to now <laughs> Dude, find the worst picture of us that's insane bro the tw we just said 2020 like how we started three years ago man like um, i mean three years ago what april may no i think it was may, may. no it was may it was right may. it was first may. week of may yeah 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 first week of may three years so yeah fucking so we had our pot anniversary yeah yeah like a like a, uh, oof, three weeks ago yeah yeah, man. Crazy, dude. All right, man. What you got for your carbon footprint this week? Listen, man, I I don't know how this story isn't wild because, again, this is impactful to what we know about the world. Okay. What, you know, I, I just think, and, and we always have these conversations about maybe technology or the world's progression isn't a linear thing. Like yep. maybe it's been circular, right? And we just had like this massive reset at some point in time. And I feel like this almost sort of, like, I, I guess, helps that theory out. So- Archaeologists discovered in uh, Guatemala, so between Guatemala and Mexico, 
in the, uh, essentially this massive jungle that's really hard to get to. Like, I think they have to take a helicopter ride and then hike 40 miles to get to the sites that they're, oh, wow. they're working on right now. So not, not easy to get to. And it's infested with like jaguars and all kinds of like, it's not a safe hike. But anyway, they've discovered 417 ancient Mayan cities buried inside of the remote jungle. But that's not even the biggest part of this. It's like they're literally cities spread across this area. Okay connected by super highways so these have become the first highways known to man uh and but highways to where they they have off ramps there's hydraulic lift systems to change elevations get the there's fuck out it's of here, bro. Insane. hydraulic lifts Hi- there's the cities contain like some possibly they're thinking because they're still sort of uncovering some right. some of the largest buildings known to civilization at that time and forward so might be the largest like this is uh Egyptian pyramids level discovery yeah, of, yeah. and and these things are like the historic the, the the historians basically they have to rethink everything they thought about ancient Mayan civilization, like even the Americas like South America it was much more advanced than people thought they thought they were more primitive I think when when you talk about Mayans and that and that era did you think more hunter gatherers and this is showing this was a very technologically advanced maybe the most technologically advanced civilization and it's dating back 3000 years about a thousand years wow, bc bro. so you this is a thousand years bc like it is literally like to me like I, i've dude, i told you before i thought it was a hoax like i'm reading the thing i'm like this might be one of the greatest discoveries in our lifetime yeah and, and now like, with, with with ai right you never know what the fuck you're gonna see right and so you think it's fake right <laughs> so you're like there's <laughs> like, no way you see a whole mayan city you're like oh yeah that's ai dude the the more that i read about it just the, just the more ridiculous it got like the complexity the arc the, they're saying the sophistication behind the architecture yeah. like everything from the buildings to there was sports fields that they can see were there. There was um, buildings that they can sell were reservoirs. There's dams. There's like platforms. They said change elevation with hydraulic systems. There's causeway networks. So it's highways and then roads off of that. So like neighborhoods. There's um, dude. I'm waiting for somebody to find like a fucking like whatever version of car. Oh my god! They were using right, right. like, can you if, ma- like yeah. right if right if there was a vehicle that they were using or something or was it. Horse and buggy. Horse and buggy, but that's yeah, what we think, right? Maybe, right? But this whole thing, even dam systems and all that, like plumbing and all, like this is, you know, I'm thinking like Roman, you know, ancient Rome, you know, like it's like that level, possibly bigger than even now. We're finding out that the Egyptians might have been like, obviously, they were super advanced, but we're thinking they're maybe even more advanced than we've been led to believe this whole time. But this is like, it changes everything we've ever thought especially about this side of the world dating back that far like it's no longer hunter gatherers it's like no these were very sophisticated there's there's signs of of like government and there's signs of um of imperial systems of of, of there being like emperors but then very sophisticated high-end societies and classes and all this kind of stuff it's like these weren't the hunter gatherers that we thought and that's what we right, think right. of we think of minds um and i'm just like how is this just like one of those stories that you just scroll past and like I'm like, this is huge. This is possibly one of the greatest, if not the greatest, I think, discovery in our lifetime for sure. I mean, so this when is, was this discovered? Uh back in December, they're saying that sort of the paper was published. But so they've we're been like, working out so we're here like for like six months oh, behind dude, on this. And they've been out there for at least eight years, obviously, because th- this is a lot to uncover. Right. Because they're saying this is hundreds of miles of highway that they've discovered. Not it's four hundred and seventeen cities, but it's hundreds, it's hundred and seventeen miles of highway that's that, insane, that connects them. So I wonder like 
being that it's, I'm assuming this is like you said, it's all it was. It's in a jungle area. It's in a right? jungle area that's uninhabited. How do you get? get how do it. you go there and then uncover this stuff? Are you now destroying the jungle to get to it? It's, evidently, it's like yeah, you're having like excavations and you're yeah, right, areas right. at a time. But they're saying it's still difficult to get to. Like it's still a helicopter ride to a spot, and then a forty mile hike from there. It takes days. To, to do it, wow. if not weeks, just to get to it. And obviously now trying to get help and trying to get people to basically, they want to unearth the whole thing. Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, you definitely just... want to know, like, right, like, like what, what technology what, or what technology were they using back then? Mm-hmm. Right? Like just the, the fact that you said like hydraulic highways that, you know, that that's insane, bro. We don't that's, have that now. <laughs> I was just going to say, we're, we're behind. Yeah, like, like, I, I guess in that sense is we have, we've created these like, I don't know, elevation changes and, and, and I don't know, drawbridges or something, or not even yeah. drawbridges, sorry, they're, they're like meant to cross waterways, but like the, you know, ramps, off ramps and on ramp, but they have those. And then they're saying there's like elevation changes. So yeah, I, I guess for us, we would have built a bridge that just goes up. They're like, no, we take it to a point, lift it, keep going. Like it's, wow, bro. it's, and obviously not full highway like we have now, right? There probably isn't traffic. It's like one dude rolls up. So you know, who's oh, like up. who's leading this? Is, oh, so it's know? a is team. It? Yeah, it's a team of Americans actually and Guatemalan archaeologists. So archaeologists at San Carlos University in Guatemala City, and a co-author of the paper is Enrique Hernandez. Uh, they said obviously there's further work, um, and it could be as influential as the discovery as the e- Egyptian pyramids. Actually, he's kind of yeah, and that. and you know what? There's and, and there's still so much about the pyramids that we don't know, right? We don't oh, know exactly yeah. how we built them, and dude, I, I, I've and I've never. Uh, sort of dove into the pyramids but i saw i saw a picture recently and it showed a guy by like one of the pyramid bricks yeah it's in the size of it i mean it's, it's insane it's insane and there's you go, like, no how way did, they got that right, like how did they like how does it get there and how do they take each one of those and and do that with you know without some type of technology and people say oh you know the aliens helped them you know whatever the the you know it's like it's like the the rock people in fucking noah <laughs> you see that movie no 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 bro so no noah's ark yeah okay so uh there's a movie called i think it's called noah uh russell crowe plays okay okay plays, i've heard of the movie yeah, yeah i watched it um and it's, and it's about the flood okay and um as and as i'm as i'm watching it there's rock pe- i don't want i don't even know how to describe them they're rock people and they help. They're, they're they're giant rock people okay so that, like that thing that help him build the shit and i was like oh now it makes sense <laughs> <laughs> you should have led with that <laughs> dude i even the pyramids thing man i've been listening to podcasts of these people who be yeah. like like experts and the way they've talked about it it's just blowing my mind about how they like I think we got this all wrong and what they think. And then talking about like the bricks, they're like, you couldn't have, it can't be a chain of slaves hauling no. one brick across the desert, a hundred miles, you know, whatever yeah, it is, right. like hundreds of miles. It's like, there has to be, and I know there's talk about the river and how they put them on barges maybe and move them because the other thing is still where those, when the barges fucking stop, you have to drag it. They're like, it's an insane yeah. distance to get it. So, so they're like, no, there's something that we there's don't know something about. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's, and I think this is one of those things where I like, I'm like, I've always had this feeling. I'm like, there's no way that, this is the first time in time that we've been, you know. You've mentioned that on the pod before. Yeah, like I just find that hard to believe, man. And I, I don't know. Anytime something like this pops up, obviously I've never seen anything of this magnitude. Uh, for me, like it just helps me geek out because I, I almost feel like sort sort of vindicated because it's like there's got to be a time where humans got this far, or 
close to or whatever that version was of then. But And then something just wipes yeah, you out and pr- brings you back to the beginning. We didn't get smarter. You know what I mean? Like, yes, we're we're smarter in the sense that we are we have access to more information now, right? But and, and and so the ease of information is easier to sort of get around, or so we think, than it was back then. But like these people thrived for thousands of years before us, and and you know, like the car wasn't, uh, you know, like horse and buggy. You're saying like there's no way that someone didn't have that idea of a horse and buggy before we think we did, you know, a thousand years ago. Right, but also, but also to 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 the point of the horse and buggy, it's like if you got highways with hydraulics, you're probably not driving horse and buggy. No, you're you. There's something. There's something there else. That's being, yeah. yeah, and it's like maybe it's not a combustion engine or right, right, right. I'm like, right. but it might be else. shit that doesn't exist any longer. That's Correct. better, or that's you know, it's water or powered or a, whatever. Right, that's whatever. not, or it does, or suck, and it's not. But it's still something we don't know about. It's like yeah, we powered it with soil. Like who knows? Like mm-hmm. I, you know, it's just. I think there's gonna be shit that we just haven't discovered yet. That's like, oh wow, you guys figured that out. Like, you know, again, just just travel and just. You know, even like, you know, you hear like all these stories about people crossing sort of the, you know, the theories of people crossing using um, during the ice age, the the ice bridges and yep. getting and getting across from that side of the world and making their way all the way down to South America. I'm like, is it that or is it like is a boat not like the more likely scenario of boats and boats full of people just washing up in these places? And I, I don't know, like I'm like, I'm sure there was some of that, but right. But but we'd probably be naive to think that. Everybody better, was just walking. Right. There's got to be you know, thousands of miles. We, and so I see this and I'm just like, man, there's got to be. And, and and even like, you know, you, you, with ancient Rome in itself, like I, I'm obsessed with ancient Rome. Like I love the history, but they ran this massive city with millions of people in there. And, and you know, they, they, they had food and water and, you know, they ran businesses and they did, you know, like there's no way i think I, I think even rome probably was more advanced than we give it credit for but it's probably the most intact place i think that we can find that sort of shows the evidence of that right um but it i think this just shows like there was rome's a thousand years before rome like it, it's just nuts man it, it, is, it's so cool man that is that is freaking crazy yeah like, it, my, it's nuts man what a cool discovery and i'm like i don't oh, even know what, what to say man it's just like that's that's it's 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 mind-blowing um and you wonder you know we, we always kind of joke around that one day the earth is gonna shake us off like fleas. And I actually actually heard that from a from a, a friend of mine years ago, man. He told me <laughs> that's that a great and I was like, it's a fucking great line. <laughs> Shout out to Dave. Yeah. Um but it's like you wonder when things like this are discovered, is it like is it the massive reset to where Earth is able to okay, like you guys are doing too much shit, like shake us off like fleas. It's, right. It's its own evolution. Right. And, right. Then, and then you go, okay, like we'll still do it will still allow you to live here, but you got you got to start over because as as the earth needs to replenish, right? You know what I mean? It's almost its own way of evolving for survival over time. Like you know, like, like the, they say, like we the do. Planet needs to survive. Like the planet needs to survive, right. and it's going like, okay, I got enough. I got to make it too yeah. hot here, so these motherfuckers move from this area. <laughs> I got to make it too cold over here, so you people move from there, and then eventually, I got to shake some of you guys off. Yeah, right. Because starting to itch. It's yeah. too much. It's kind of wild, man. Like, it's just... And why, you know what, when you talk to, or when you talk to, I mean, I don't talk to any astronauts, but when you read about astronauts and, and especially the ones, uh, you know, here in the U.S. that have that have spent time on the space station, they say that when they look at Earth from from space, it looks like a living, breathing organism. The planet, the planet. does. The planet itself looks like a, a, a... It's alive. Like it's alive. I believe that man, and then it's go. Uh, uh, like, it made me think of something you always say here. It was like, um, 
we're so much smaller than we think we are. Oh my god! Like, bro. and this shit just proves it. Where we're just like, yo, these people. Like, if if they uncovered this entire thing, and and you get to the depths of what this really was, like, it's already impressive. Yeah. But as they start to sort of discover more, and you find out that it was, say, a civilization very similar to ours, or even you know, to use ancient Rome again, like ancient Rome, and you just go, we didn't even know they existed, right? For it just shows so how all insignificant all their we all are. And everything gone. is lost. Gone. Yeah. All of it. All of your... It just, again, it makes you think of all the shit that we stress about on a daily basis. Or yeah. wonder, like, you're going to be forgotten the minute you're fucking gone, bro. You're going to... People are going to mourn you for two weeks and then they're going to forget you existed too. And it's just like... And, and, I, and I'm not saying that to be like depressing. It's just... It's, it's more of a do you because we're so insignificant in the grand scheme of things. Like, this is... We're not special, bro. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, even, and even worse or better, however you want to look at it than that, not only will you be gone and forgotten... There's a chance that your entire society is wiped off the face of the map in history. In history, like we couldn't—I don't even think we've ever thought of that of of the of the possibility that a thousand years from now, people don't even know that we existed in the way that we existed and that we were a civilization. Right. Like we we, we assume that we assume everybody's going to know we were here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. History will. Oh, Google will, us. Yeah. <laughs> don't Google yeah. us. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> and I think we have this assumption because of this digital age, and oh, of course, there's going to be you know, but. Yeah, like 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 it it'll only get better. Yeah, it's just nuts, man. And it could, it very yeah, well could, it, absolutely. But you know, we could also get shaken off the. <laughs> like, and like you said, and and crazy, and then man. and then buried, dude, buried, right? Yeah. Like like the civilization just gets buried because who knows what happens to that? Right? Is that an asteroid? Is that a you know? Who knows? Is yeah. it a volcano? Is it well, whatever? Any, fucking tsunami, right? So, right. Fucking uh, glaciers melting People and just, just underwater. The global warming then is that circular? You know, like cyclical? Is it? Is right. it? You know, a weather event? Is it an earth event? Is it an earthquake? Is it? You know, who knows? And just or is it a bunch of people just abandoned because it there wasn't shit to eat? You know, like it could be anything, right? But even I guess even those people didn't make it somewhere to tell that story that got documented that, you know what I mean? Damn, so it's just, man. it's just nuts, man. I'm like, yeah, we're so insignificant, bro. But this is such a, you know, again, spirit of the show, uh, like leaving an impact. I'm like, this is crazy. This is like earth changing information. I think like, and just in the terms of how we understand our world man, bro, and our I, history. I think that something like this is so, is so important. Um, and I've heard nothing about it and everything that I read like pales in comparison to, <laughs> to this discovery and i'm and and if i and, and when i think about the amount of bullshit that i read on a daily basis oh you don't want to know about bud light sponsors <laughs> <laughs> you know you, you're, that's not at the top of your wedding to read about like, today. <laughs> oh my god all right man well my carbon footprint is uh is is not as earth shattering um but definitely impactful to some people um, there's, there's a school in Detroit. It is the Oakland School's Technical Campus Northeast, um, where it's a, te it's a technical school, obviously, um, where students go there to specialize in carpentry, um, house additions, or like electrical work. Um, one of the instructors, Aaron Sweat, I hope I pronounced that correctly, um, led a project to build a, uh, it was over a 1,300 square foot home from the ground up. It was like one of those like pre-manufactured homes you can put, oh. put them on a truck and fucking take yeah. them somewhere. Okay. So he used the students. Um and 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 his hope was I you know these guys are all these guys and girls are all specializing in 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 sort of like one area. And he wanted to give them the gamut 
of everything. Like you're gonna do electrical work, you're gonna be exposed to electrical work, even though you're in carpentry, exposed to electrical you're work. Do. You're gonna so so they so they got these students and they built this house, bro. And um and they actually worked alongside like professional tradesmen to 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 do this. And they ended up they they used about a hundred thousand dollars in material, and um it, w- it went on the market for about one hundred and seventy k, but it's taking it's being taken to like low income families. Oh, okay. Because I think one hundred seventy k is like about half of the national average. Okay. For for a home or a home right now? Yeah, for a home. Yeah, that's right. The average uh, home price right now is like three hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so they, so they were doing this, and and so helping out the sort of like helping out with like low income housing, but from a student's perspective, uh, they interview one of the students, and, and he was like, "Yo, when we finished it, it was like, look what we created." That, yeah, that has to feel. You know what I mean? And then, of course, knowing that I was gonna kind of go to to a good cause, um, and so I gave those guys my carbon footprint. Shout out to Oakland Schools Technical Campus in Detroit. The with the, Detroit doesn't get a lot of credit for for much. Um, but there's definitely some people up there trying to make a difference. So shout out to those guys, dude. Is Detroit? Yeah, uh, shout out to these guys, man. That that's that's uh, just an amazing accomplishment. But also, is this part of the story of Detroit's sort of comeback? Uh-huh. You know, like Detroit's been on this, you know, few decades sort of run of 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 it, it's. I mean, we've all joked about how just shitty oh it gosh. looked and depressing it looked in Detroit, but. You know, I, I was thinking about this the other day as it came to real estate. Is it stupid not to purchase some real estate in Detroit right now? Probably. Because some of it is so just cheap. And it's, um, and obviously it was one of the wealthiest cities in the country for a long time. And then you go, do you buy one of these old historic homes and then, you know, re- you know, help be part of that revitalization? And then, you know, maybe it's a vacation property. It's an Airbnb thing, you, you know, whatever. But like is it silly not to look at detroit and i look at like stories like this where you go there's gonna be it's funny because it isn't gonna be like this one big thing where this developer comes in and does it all no it's like been these pockets of people just and doing this years cool and years stuff. yeah uh, and it'll be over time because i one of the things i did love about detroit and i hope that they keep around the downtown area had a lot of these buildings that looked abandoned but they also looked very historical they're like skyscrapers almost okay that had these really cool like the architecture was cool um but a lot of them were empty or they were like yeah they were thinking about converting them to condos doing this and that and some of them were talking about like bulldozing them i'm like man i wish they would just revitalize them and turn them into like condos or whatever in there because you're living in in a part of history of of not only for that city but the country and i would say the world because the car industry in detroit was literally just I mean, it, it, you know, the only thing you can compare it to is like probably like railroad industry and that sort of like the size and the magnitude of, of wealth and influence. It was. Yeah. Could you imagine? Could you imagine like Detroit getting kind of buried, like kind of the civilization that you just yeah, talked about? I mean, and right? that's kind of what's happening. Right. Anyway, right. Like would, would if someone today, like, I, I mean, a teenager today would go to Detroit and you tell them what it used to be. They would never believe you. Yeah. You know, like uh, someone who grew up there today, you know, maybe like a 15 year old and you go, hey, like this used oh, to be, yeah, you no show them pictures of Detroit from the 50s and they're probably like. Nah, that's not. You know, like it's it's crazy. Dude, man. remember, it's not just the fifties, man. That shit went through. I mean, they were they were thriving in the eight in the seventies and the eighties. No, absolutely. Man. Still, but like, there's like just... gilded age mansions from yeah. the early to mid nineteen hundreds in Detroit. We used to you had all these executives from these car manufacturers and all this stuff like the, where they were built. And then you know, like it's been like a like a slow fall. And then we had that major collapse, like for us in our lifetime of like oh eight. 
But Detroit has like steadily, like there's like whole neighborhoods from like the late 80s, early 90s that were like abandoned. They're high end neighborhoods because those people were like time time to bail. And um, uh, so it's been like this slow progression with like these massive dips and then another slow and then a massive dip. Like there's just never been like a uptick for them. It feels like, but dude, these stories like that, you hear people like, you know, doing these types of things. Like I, I keep hoping for that because the history in it is so cool. Like there's something, I don't know if you had this, like hey i did have this like man this is a shithole but there was something cool about talking to the people the people there are so fucking proud of being from there. oh my god it's bro, yeah. just so nuts and you're just like okay you can't teach that or you can't like manufacture that like that's that's yeah. i don't know where that comes from because they grew up in an era that was but that means the people who raised them grew up in this like you know the, their vision of detroit and the pride that they had in the city just carried on to that generation so it's so funny because i'm like this place is a shithole but everybody who lived there i'm like why don't you guys leave they had no interest in leaving no like, like no interest in leaving and they yeah, thought it was, it was the coolest place it ever. was somebody at the place where where we worked at the, at the time um that took me around just real quick maybe like a 20 minute kind of walk around the area and um and and the way that they that they spoke about it was like that just like very prideful yeah and and it was like oh like over here and it was like you know this used to be xyz and now they're revitalizing it and so because it was in that downtown area that was actually being like built up it's over there by the uh uh convention center no 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 um who's the 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 money lender oh quick and loans that one yeah by the quick and loans building. so it was that area there's like a so it was that whole area was being revitalized um and yeah, like the people from Detroit, they just, just like they proud. had no interest in leaving. Like I said, no, no interest in leaving. No and and really proud of the and area. really proud. And and yeah, I would love to see that city bounce back, man. So shout out to Oakland Park. Mm-hmm. So shout out to these uh, Oakland Park schools, man. Uh, I don't know. If it says oh. o- it says Oakland Schools Technical Oakland Campus. Schools Technical. I don't know if it's Oakland Park. Oh yeah, shout out to these guys, man. That's but definitely. dude, you know what? And I was thinking about this stuff, and I go like these these kids or young adults, um, you know, entering these fields. I'm like, what better place? Oh my God. Right? What better place to enter this? Because that place needs a lot of work. Oh, it yeah. needs those kind of workers, man. So hopefully the 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 folks graduating from 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 this technical college um, you know, will have sort of like lifelong careers. Um, because there is a lot of work to do. Oh my there. God. Yeah. There's a lot of work. And like you said, hopefully, you know, they get scooped up and are able to help revitalize the city that they're from. And all that. cause I would love to see that place bounce back, man. That that's, it just, it, there's just remnants of it that you're like, this looks like it was such a cool place. Like, yeah. to, you know, like again, go back to the collapse civilization. You're just like, I can feel just how cool they probably used to be. Yeah. It's like, feels like that old Americana. <laughs> like, uh, so yeah, man, so shout out to these guys, man. Hopefully it'd be part of that. that Dude, rebuild, and man. I think that's one of those fields too, man, like the, like the carpentry and just like building houses or electrical work. It's those, it's those careers where you can actually make a lot of money. Like you're not, you're not necessarily capped. Right. You don't have to work for someone and get a paycheck. Like you can actually go out and whether it's flipping homes or or being a part of a group that flips homes yeah. or um you know, going out and just doing your own thing of doing additions. Yeah, like know. your earnings potential are unlimited. Yeah. The only you it's, you're it's, the cap. It's time. Yeah. It's time, time is yeah, the cap. Yeah, 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 it's true. Like it's all on how much time you're willing to put up, and, and how much time you have. Yeah, and, and and like you said, you like you right right. Are you are you a loner worker, or you can can you start your own company and have other carpenters or other electrical guys under you? Yeah. Like like you said, it's 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 essentially limitless, and yeah, especially and are in you a city satisfied. Like are you happy with where you are? Like I've done enough, yeah. kind of thing. Like you know, it, it's. 
Do you know what you had something on here just kind of flagged me on it? Um, something about being happy with how much money you make. Yeah. It, I was reading this article recently. It was like about, um, you know, the, the, the whole idea that money doesn't buy happiness. Mm-hmm. And the premise of the article was that the study finds that more money can actually buy happiness. Like there's actually, there's caveats. Um, but the study was conducted by a Nobel Prize winning economist and a few other researchers. Okay. And it found that um, money does appear to increase happiness. So they contradict like previous beliefs and like these sayings that we've said that like, hey, money doesn't doesn't buy happiness. And, and then there used to be the study that said the happiness taps out at 75K a year. So the thing was, uh, you know, the belief was if you that's, make $75,000 a year, yeah, it's the old idea was that anything over $75,000, you're not any happier. Okay. Like you're happier. So the, the, the study acknowledged that money does not always buy happiness but it does tend to contribute to an increase in happiness levels more often than it does not which i absolutely can see that that. like i I, you know it's all like whoever said money doesn't buy happiness didn't have enough of it like it's like i can absolutely see for a vast majority of folks a lot of their problems get solved by money if they're smart with it i mean they can exacerbate their problems as well i was just gonna say but you, you can right you can become more of who you are right like if you're if you're a spender and if you make, you're just gonna right. You're just gonna you're just gonna spend more. But I think you know the the thing that money does buy you, and the more of it, it buys you flexibility and freedom. You know, you know, assuming the money doesn't own you, but it it's just like the or the stuff that you buy doesn't own. Correct. You. Yeah, you go. Yeah, it's a better way to put it. But it's like the the money buys you sort of that that piece uh, or, or the flexibility or time because I think money's the only thing that can buy you back time. Like like I think it's why we spend you know, money on certain things, right? The convenience, like Ubers and and Uber Eats and that sort of shit. It's like, I, I, I order groceries online. I have it delivered. I don't want to spend that hour in a grocery store. I want that time back. I want like, so I can, I think money does buy you that time. Then you can spend that time doing things that make you happy. And then, you know, like, I, I think it does. I've always been a believer that, it doesn't solve all your problems, but it certainly does. And, and and listen, there there's more problems that come with a certain level of money. Of course. But I think for the vast majority of people, I can see money will definitely, it's not going to make you sadder. That's for damn sure. No, I don't think it does <laughs> that. Definitely. Um, but I will say, and, and probably as a, as, as a younger person, um, I do remember, and I, I don't remember when exactly this happened, but I remember like as I was sort of like uh, you know having some some more years in my career and and maybe switching uh, companies and sort of getting those raises and being excited about certain raises, right? So mm-hmm. like if you you got ten thousand dollars more, you get twenty thousand dollars more, and it always sounded or felt like more than what it was. I, I always remember, yeah, no matter what the raise was, the take home pay never seemed to be as much as I thought. And and this is without sort of calculations. It's just kind of a mental note when you go like- Anecdotal of how you're looking. Yeah, Yeah. right. Where it's like, oh shit, you know, like I'm making, you know, whatever, 20 Gs more than I was in my last place. And I'm going to have, you know, that's, you do like the quick math breakdown and you go, okay, well, that's X X amount of money per month. And that's what I'm going to have. And it's just like, well, no, you get taxed and then there's, you know, there's more going to taxes, there's more going to your 401k, you know, and if you have a family, right, like it's insurance and it's everything else that, that, that comes out of that. And then it ends up and you go like, huh, that's like it. It wasn't really, dude. You, it wasn't really all that I thought it was going to be. There's an amount there. 
there's an there's there's an amount past a certain amount of oh, let's pick a number. Let's say the number's 100k a year. Okay. There's a number from say that 100k to 150 or whatever. Like I'm just I'm just picking a number where you go the raise you go. Oh, I didn't. Uncle Sam got one because you get less of it. It feels like like yeah, I made right. more money, but it might be like you might get 20k more a year, and you go, how come it feels like I only got five? Like <laughs> because you know, like it's 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 like you said, like more the more you make, there's more takers. There's like this like. And I actually agree with this study because they have this interesting take on the the 75K. Okay. And I feel like, you know, looking at, I think, you know, like like sort of my position in life, I can see this number being why it is, right? Like, so they said the new number, they feel like it's closer to 500,000. From 75? Yeah. That's how much bigger it is, right? <laughs> but the last study, like 20 years ago? But I think, dude, like going like, like picking that number, let's say it's 100K, right? Okay. I think from 100 to 200 or 150 or we're saying it's like you do, it doesn't feel any bigger. And so then at some point in time at that 2 to 3 you figure your tax bracket goes up again and then there's like okay you're not getting as much of that either like it, the number sounds crazy but in reality you're not getting a lot of that back right? And so you go okay so from 2 to 300 if you go to 5 then that feels like yes, I'm still paying probably a shit ton in taxes, right. but now I'm taking home maybe two or three hundred of that instead of dude. Because at five hundred k a year, you're taking home maybe two eighty, two ninety if you're lucky, depending on where you live. At five hundred k, yeah, five hundred k a year, bro. You might you take be, home half. Yeah, in certain I cities, mean, if you live in half? New York City or California, bro, you're taking home maybe two eighty, two ninety. Wow. Right. If you live in Florida, you're keeping a little more. Of that if you live in Florida, yeah. you're Texas. Keep, you know, you're, you're you're keeping maybe three eighty. Um, yeah, Texas, but. You know, obviously, if, uh, other things aside, assuming you don't have anything else, just straight up tax. You figured it's, if the tax rate is twenty two percent for you know whatever it is now twenty percent. Um, Fuck, but doesn't I mean four hundred k puts you in the one percent, right? Dude, I think I think four hundred k ninety k puts you. No, no, oh, it's a two percent. Sorry, the top three percent. I think there's a big thing. There's like I think you're in the top three to five percent, just at six figs. It's something crazy like yeah. that. And then I think two percent is four hundred k. Okay. It's something like that. Maybe five. Maybe not. Maybe now five is the one percent. Dude, I think worldwide, if you make over like forty like or thirty thousand, yeah, 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 you're in you're the in top three percent <laughs> worldwide, which is crazy to think of. Yeah. I think in the U.S. Hold on, in the U.S., I feel like you're in that top five percent if you're over six figs. Second. Let me see. Top five earners in U.S. One five. Oh, here we go. Annual wages. One five ten percent. Okay, the top one percent is five hundred ninety seven thousand eight fifteen. So to get into the one, so say like six six hundred k. Yeah, gets you one. Because I want to say a few years ago it was four hundred. Yeah, and then they're saying that more people actually reached that. Like in twenty twenty, that would number was uh, uh, eight hundred twenty three k. But um, okay, so up five percent three forty two ninety seven. Okay, so I was off. Okay, top ten percent of earners are one seventy three. Top average 10%? wage. So top ten percent. So top five percent, you're at three forty two nine eighty seven, and then top one percent, you're now at eight twenty three seven sixty three, and then if you're in the top point one percent, you're at three point two million. Okay. Yeah. To, to me, man, my, money's always one of those things where it's not really how much you make; it's how much you spend. No, that's very and true. So, and so, like, if it just depends on what kind of lifestyle you're trying to have, um, and if you can live kind of within your means. Like, to me, like that's 
just for me, like that's happiness, right? Like if you are able to have money to do some experiences and, and, and kind of enjoy, enjoy life and, and whatever that means to you, um, you know, enjoy life. Like you could, it could be fucking coaching your kid's baseball team. It could be, um, you know, going on a couple of vacations a year. It could be whatever. It could be fucking, I don't know, whatever. It could be only working. So whatever your number, whatever that is. Dude, success should be measured by your level of happiness, essentially at the the doing whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I I think so, man. Yeah. It's just like, be happy in what, in what you're doing. But as far as money is concerned, it's just like, as long as you have enough money to kind of do the things that you want to do, um, and and you're content with that, that that to me that that to me is like happiness, man. I say, give me more money. Let me find out what that number is, <laughs> <laughs> dude. And so, and just going back to this, the actually that those numbers are from 2020 and 2021. There, and actually, the disparity by state is fascinating. If you make 350k, you're probably in the, in the less than one percent in West I was Virginia. Say, oh yeah, and, but in Connecticut, to get into the one percent, you have to be at nine hundred thousand. Three, almost three times. Yeah, almost three times that. Um, but so nationwide, you're in the top one percent. If you, uh, or sorry, nationwide, you are in the top five percent. Yeah, 240k to crack the top five percent in the U.S. So the numbers like dropping. So it's that's funny, man. Yeah, and and then one percent earned six hundred k, um, in that it were five ninety seven eight fifteen, so six hundred thousand. So yeah. this is as of twenty twenty one labor statistics. I wonder when the twenty two numbers get published. Probably not ready yet, but and it's and it's just to look at this by state. It's crazy because obviously the Northeast extremely expensive. Connecticut, New York, to top one percent in New York is seven seventy seven. What I do find awfully low is the top five percent. It's two sixty five. Oh wow. You live like a peasant in New York at 265. No, that's not true, bro. <laughs> You're doing good. You're doing oh, good. Let's see where Florida York, ranks here. Dude, top 5% in Florida is 223. Okay. And then top 1% is 623, which is interesting. So the 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 the, the top number is higher, but the, the that middle-ish number is lower. And Texas, 237. Yeah, man. These are, um. let's see, who's low? Wyoming, top 5%, 212. I didn't even know they paid with money in Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> Nevada too. <of> five. <laughs> they still trade things over there, horseshoes or some shit. Bro, let me tell you who don't need money anymore. Tina Turner. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Put some respect on my name. <laughs> no, man. You know, we talk about everything on here, people. Don't take offense to it. Tina Turner. Damn. God, God bless her. Queen um, of rock and roll. Queen of rock and roll. Dies at 83 years old. Um, they said of natural causes, but I think that she had some some stuff some disease, with right? like, I don't know if it's a disease, but uh, yeah, sorry. I think she had some kind of like a, uh, was it kidney disease? Okay. Yeah. I heard that she was and fighting. She had some like some high blood pressure and stuff like that. Um, but, but they said she died of natural causes. Um, yeah. It's 80, na- natural, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, man. Um, 83 years old. So, you know, it's not one of those things where I can look at and go too soon. No, no, no. It's not um, tragic. It's sad. Right. It's, it's a, yeah, tragic. right. It, it, it's sad. It's sad because of what she was able to, to kind of give to the world, right. With, with her talent. Yeah. Um, what a life, but yeah, what a, what a, oh, what a what crazy a life, man, that, that, that she had. So, I mean, as a kid growing up and, and and hearing her music and and not knowing the backstory, and then as an adult kind of learning the backstory yeah, of, yeah. of of her with 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 Ike, 
and and all the abuse that she went through. Um, and also someone who got that level of success way later because she she had like sort of two careers almost or three. Oh, yes. That's you right. know, like, yeah, 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 like yeah, she yeah. had the Ike run and then fell off. Not fell off, but like kind of disappeared, went away for a while, probably to, you know, cope with shit and work right. with shit and then got big again in like her 40s yep. um, as a solo act. And that's when that that's when I and so yeah yeah and that that would have been your exposure to her yeah been at that point like in the eighties in eighties man what I was looking at how you know like she had she passed away in her home in like Switzerland in Switzerland yeah which is odd I, I go oh shit I didn't know if you were and they were in her, and so then there. I was watching like interviews and stuff with her and they were asking her why she's there and she's like yo I'm loud and whatever on stage but I like my piece I like I like to my idea of a getaway is like give me a book and put me somewhere in nature and, da, da, da. and so that's why so she lived she had a house in the south of France I guess until like 20 years ago and then she moved okay. to Switzerland uh, or maybe like 15 years ago something like that and then has been there ever since she goes like I just like the, the whole nature of it or whatever and then when they showed her house I'm like beautiful oh I mean, really I haven't seen oh my it's ridiculously uh, like 75 million dollar compound or something yeah, in Switzerland yeah. but you know in the middle of the wilderness and you know what you would expect from some someone of her stature but um uh I thought it was you know going to like the happiness thing it's like the money and the fame the notoriety bought her that her piece of like paradise her happiness in that sense of like Dude, when I when I saw that she was living in Switzerland, I, I immediately thought like, there's a there's somebody who traveled the world, you know, because of what she did. Yeah, right, because of the entertainment, and then eventually found somewhere that she goes. I want to be here. This is amazing. Yeah, I want to be here. Like you said, been everywhere, and then went. Yeah, this is where. Right. I want. This is amazing. This is a, yeah. Where's that place for you? Like, is there a place that you've been that you go? I think like like I, I want to come back here, or I think it would be dope to live here. Spain for me is yeah. probably the only place I've gone to so far that I go. I could live here. I want to live here. I want experiences. Like, yeah, I would say because I've you know I've been to places that I'm like really cool. I'd visit again. I couldn't see myself living in a lot of them. Um, Spain for me was probably the place, specifically Barcelona, was the the city that I went to that I went. Oh, I I could live here. Like this is. This is like, and it was because it sort of scratched all my itches, I guess was the best way I can describe it is I'm a city kid. I like, I like to be in a city. I'm I'm not a, I don't like the country thing. I don't do the country. It's just not my thing. So it's like in Spain, but I also love the beach like, and I love that. And so Spain was, or Barcelona is like a really cool city where like you could be in a sort of metropolis feeling downtown in the evening for dinner. But that morning you could be on the beach uh, you know, maybe midday for lunch, you could be in a Gothic quarter that gives you that old European feel that you feel like you're in a historic, you know, old European city because you are. Yep. And then suddenly you're in this like really hustle and bustle, really busy financial district that looks like you're in the New York City. Um, And then you could drive and go up into the mountains like an hour away. Oh, it, wow. It's just like and really cool is you can be on the beach and you can look in the distance and see mountains and you're just like holy shit and then you know from that side then you could see ocean like it's just like for me it was cool That's the public transportation cool, was cool the obviously the people the food the all of it to me spain was just uh yeah i i it's i, f I forget what we talked about on here once where there's certain things that just make you feel like home or like you belong there yeah and I have felt like an outsider in most of the cities you visit because you are. You're like, okay, I don't want to do this. 
that place felt like, oh, this feels familiar. I don't know oh, what it is about really? it, but it feels familiar. Like that's it feels dope. like I've been here. You know, like I don't know how to describe that, but like, yeah, that that for me, Barcelona was that for me. Like it was like, oh, I could live here. Like, yeah, I, I have not been to many places at least as far as, and I, I guess I'm comparing myself to people that I know, um, like yourself and I, and you know, like we've worked with people that have okay. traveled the world. Like, like I, I think I look at some of the people that that we know, and and go, I've been nowhere. Yeah, in, I mean, in, I, com- I in comparison, like right? Anywhere, yeah, but but I'm sure there's somebody else that would look at me and go like, "Oh, you you've done a lot. You've been in place." Yeah, yeah. The place for me that I really enjoyed was Aruba. Obviously, there's it's it's a small island, so it's surrounded by beach, and I and I and I do love the beach. Um, it, it's also a desert. It's yeah, also, it's, it's very like a unique. desert. It's yeah. really unique, and it's and, and it's humid, which is odd. So it's like a humid desert by the beach. Ass <laughs> trans island. But <laughs> but the the people there, you talk about like it's it's the only um and, and I've been to like some of the Caribbean islands. Um it's the only place that where, where I go, oh, wow, these people are really on what they call like island time. Yeah. Like nothing really matters. Nobody rushes. Like even the workers, like everybody's kind of taking the time and just doing the thing. Island time and, the real thing, bro. And everybody is like, and everybody's really nice. Yeah. And they're happy as shit. Yeah. To- Dude. And I, and, I, and I went through places like I, I was in, you know, obviously staying at, at, at a hotel there, you know, in an area where there was like a string of hotels, but then did like excursions that took us through like their ghettos and stuff. Dude, it, even in there, you never felt like there was people up to no good. I'm, it, sure, I'm sure there are. And, and I'm sure, but what's their poverty level like in Aruba? Is it? I don't it, know. It's not like the rest of the Caribbean, right? It must be, because I've heard this from multiple people now who go like, Happiest place I've happiest people I've ever seen. Yeah, like even the people when you go by the 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 I don't know like, I, I'll call it like the ghetto I guess yeah. put quotes around that. Um, sort of like the, the the low income areas, the people are just nice and they just seem happy. It's like is, for no that, reason. Isn't that their like slogan? Like one happy island or happy? Oh, or I don't some know. Sh- I think it is literally it? is part of their thing. But it's like, what is it about there? It's like they live in paradise and. Maybe it isn't that bad, right? Like their lower income is like okay, they're still not they're not hungry, they're not right, you know, thinking they're just like dude. Because not for nothing, man. I dude, I'm really happy. You put give me some. I don't even need flip flops, bro. Give me some board shorts. I'll be shirtless on a beach somewhere. Yeah. I'm great, man. Like I as as much as I like being in the city and that kind of stuff, and I like being like uh, hustle and bustle, and the island time thing drives me in fucking insane. Like yeah. I can't stand people that move without. Uh, a sense of purpose or like a, a sense of urgency but there's something about to me just being on a beach like barefoot just walking around like that i'm like i, I love that yeah. feeling that vibe that just like so maybe it's just that living in that all the time dude just, there was a guy that i spoke to that uh we, we went on like a um a snorkeling excursion and um talking to one of the guys and i forget where he said he was from but he he's just like yeah like I came out here on vacation, and then kind of did this, and then like me and my buddy was just like oh like we can buy a boat and just do that, and he just does that. He does it twice a day. They go out twice a day. That's it. That's what he does, and he's like, it's awesome. Like I get people. He goes, 
We have people like you that come. We give you guys a good time. And I do that with different people twice a day. And that's what I'm gonna do, that's what I'm gonna do for as long as I can. And I'm like, bro, yeah, you like figured it you out, fucking bro. made it. You made like, it, man. It, you figured it out. Yeah, you got the cheat code, bro. In in his case, happiness wasn't five hundred K. It was uh <laughs> it was you know, two trips a day on a boat, being that's on right. the water with with strangers. And which is fun in itself because you've imagined the flow of people you're getting there all the time from different walks of life. Yeah. That's gotta be awesome, man. That's gotta be hella fun to do, man. Yeah, that, and I, that was a great trip, man. My wife and I went you know, several years ago, and and um, even that that uh, that one excursion that we did, we, and we did it a couple, but that one, um, we ended up getting to this coral reef where we saw a bunch of shit. But the the coolest thing was we saw this like school of probably thousands of fish that are probably about three inches, three to four inches long. Oh shit! And they just were there like in a, like a, in a school and we went into the school and, and the fish opened up. And then as we went into the fish, they closed around us. No. Yeah. That's bro. cool. So then we are like 360 going around like your snorkel gear, right? 360 just looking around and you're surrounded by thousands of these little like three to four They're inch They're not fish. even trying to run away from you? No. They let us like enter them. And they closed around us. It was it's, the most amazing knew, fucking experience. Oh, wow, bro. that's got to be so mind blowing, man. The, uh, and it's amazing because they probably understood that you guys weren't the threat. You're not the thing oh, trying to eat yeah, them. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, like, right. oh no, these guys don't eat us. Like it's like they can decipher. Yeah. You know, the shark goes through. They're like, fuck yeah. that. <laughs> run but and i remember bro because my my wife was not a good um not a good swimmer and so she was kind of like like just holding on to me she's had she got like life jacket on so do i um but she's kind of holding on to me and then I, I saw the school of fish and i'm going and i like i look back at her and i'm like i point and she's like mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> like nah bro and i was like uh -huh. like go and go and we went in and man it was so dope because as i was getting closer i saw they weren't moving and i was like okay so then as i started to go through they just like parted like like the red you know kind of like the red sea but it just kind of part but like instinct, closed around they're us. just like and then and then they closed around us yeah so we were just in the center of like thousands of that's little so three cool, inch that was man. awesome man how so, awesome is that man yeah i think that that would be out of, out of the places that i visited that that'd be the place that you live there yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Again, I, for for me, my I just go like I just need enough money to live. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't need a lot of. Yeah, but you, stuff. but you're you're a beach guy too. Like you like the yeah, I beach like and you like yeah yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, was that place for you? Is it anywhere on a beach or you know maybe Aruba? Uh, just just a place like Aruba was amazing because because it's like in the middle of nowhere essentially. The 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 clarity of the water is insane. And you can see it as even as you're flying in. Yeah. Like the like the blue, I don't know how else to describe it, but these clear blue beaches that are just as clear when you get on them. That's it's just insane. Yeah, I need but, to add it to my list of, of places to visit, man, because I've never it's, And it's kind of expensive, man, because they don't fucking, like, they don't, I don't know if they don't grow anything, but like milk. You have to import everything. Almost yeah, an island, right? Right, it's an island, import. so yeah, everything's imported. You so, can't so keep stuff, cows on the desert. expensive. So, right. Yeah, it's, that's insane, man. But so, the, but the people there seem to be happy, man. That 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 uh, I was gonna say that is one of those places that everybody that I know that has gone is like, I that place is the best. Like I'm like I've never and and the amount of people who go back, they just go back all the time. They're yeah, like, yeah, I'm renting four wheelers and going to the desert in Aruba. You're just like, 
fucking name, man. What is it about this place that just sucks people in? Yeah, it was a, a mutual friend of ours actually recommended it to me at one point. He's just like, dude, like you want to go somewhere? Like go to Aruba. And, uh, and, and and this guy had been has has been everywhere everywhere i know he's like yeah yeah he'd been everywhere yeah and, and like and he told to me that and he's like go to aruba i'm like really and he's like yeah go to aruba and he was right and he was right yeah and, and like you said one of those people who's been everywhere mm-hmm. and you just go okay if you said aruba, if you said there yeah. then i need to go to aruba yeah. <laughs> that's awesome dude i want to stick with this vacation theme uh ish because uh there was this this uh uh story on reddit or story that sort of got big because of reddit and it was this mom. Okay. This mom was on the, you know, the 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 Reddit thread that's uh, "Am I an asshole?" Oh uh, no, no, I gotta get on that. Oh, you gotta get on it. It's awesome. <laughs> so the premise of it is, it's 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 a. Uh, uh, I have some uh, contributions. Oh, you, we all do, bro. It's 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 like it's a Reddit there where you go in there, you go, "Am I an asshole?" And for because, doing X, right. for doing whatever, right? You ask a question and people weigh in, yay or nay, right? Okay. Uh, so this mom went on there and basically gave her whatever her whole backstory. But long story short, it's she wants to go. She's a, a stay-at-home mom. You know, the husband works. Um, you know, they whatever have multiple kids and all that stuff. And she wanted to take a one-week vacation okay. by herself. I forget where she gives the details of all that, but okay. sort of irrelevant for, to, for the conversation. Is like, so she wanted to go on vacation by herself. She goes like, and her husband is basically saying that she was selfish and all this shit, and that uh, he couldn't believe that you know, she wanted to go on vacation by herself, and da, da da da. And so the question was, am I an asshole for wanting to have like a week to myself because I work really hard, like as a stay-at-home mom, I do everything for them, da, 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 you know, the whole thing. And then she's like, am I an asshole for wanting to go on vacation by myself? Um, no thoughts. Okay, no, not at all. Like, I think that as a like as a society. For in in most most like marriages, it's almost like it's like it's believed that okay, well once you once you get married, now you just do everything together, and that's just not realistic. That's not who we are as humans. Like it's not healthy. You you yeah like like yo, I want to miss you sometimes, and being I can't imagine like I can't imagine being a stay at home mom, and it's just like you're in the same box every day with the kids, and you're doing the routine and what have you. And I would also imagine that she doesn't, she probably would be fine with him going a week yeah. by himself yep. or or with his boys or whatever. Yeah, right? whatever like, it is. Whatever it is. It's just like, yeah, you know, sometimes you have to just get away. So I'm wondering from the guy's perspective, is he, does he really think that she's selfish or is he just kind of worried? Are you worried that she's out there doing something else? You know what I mean? Like, is, is actually, that the deal? Or I like, actually could think. I see your point. I actually could think that he is thinking she's an asshole because I know people like that in real life. Yeah, who think like well, you no, shouldn't no, I mean, want to yeah. do anything by yourself. You shouldn't right. want to go on a vacation. You should. I could. I could. I. Uh, I feel like I know more people who mm. would lean that way than not. But that's what I'm saying. Like I think our society, like when you say you get married, then it's just like, oh, well, now it's no longer you're an you. individual. Yeah, you now do. it's us. It's us. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, it could be, it could be us, but we can still go our separate ways and kind of do the things that we want to do. And yo, just because I'm married to you doesn't mean I want to do everything with you. No, you shouldn't. Again, you sh- you're individuals. You should maintain your individuality and individualism. I feel like, dude, not only do I agree that she should be able to, I actually think this should be normal to maintain healthy relationships, to sustain. I almost think that this would keep more people together than push people apart because, I, to your point before, it's like 
we're still individuals. You should be able to do things on your own. But, dude, a vacation is also an escape from your everyday. Right. And your everyday includes- Is your like, husband and your kids. Your husband and your kids. And In this so, scenario, yeah. Right. In this scenario, your husband and your kids. And as much as like you would want to go on vacations with your family, right, you're with them every day. Like, and we've all been there where sometimes vacations are more stressful than they are relaxing because you're wrangling kids. Yeah, and it's because like you come back and you need a vacation. And you need a vacation, vacation, the vacation. But I go, the, I actually think this separate time is like almost something that people should practice as a norm because like you said, like the distance, you know, the absence makes the heart grow founder or whatever right. the, the fucking quote is. It's like the, um, yeah. I actually think that part's good. In simple terms, I want to yeah. miss you. Yeah, I want to miss you. No, but that's a <laughs> yeah, thing, right? True, I want right? to miss you. Like, I don't want to like, I don't, yeah, like I need time to miss you, right? right? So I need that time away, but I also need my time to actually escape and do my own thing and relax and do all that stuff. It's like, I can totally understand this scenario because, uh, uh, but, and by the way, like I understand there's a financial component here that's probably dismissed where like maybe they only have the money to do one vacation a year and, but maybe that needs to be part of the conversation. Maybe they alternate, maybe it's a cheaper vacation for each of them separately. Maybe, you know, like, bro, kids don't remember family vacations unless you did like the one cool place and all that stuff. But if you're going to like the beach for a weekend and all that stuff, like you could do that on a Saturday. The kids will remember that too. You know what I mean? Like, unless you're taking them like Disney and you live halfway across the world. and to, to that point, we went to New York and we did, and, and the boys were younger, man, but it wasn't, I feel like they weren't, it wasn't 10 years ago. Yeah. Right? They weren't like six and five. They were probably like 12. Okay. So old enough to remember shit. Absolutely. Yeah. And we went, and we went to New York and we did, uh, we, we did like, like the tourist thing. So both my wife and I are from New York originally, but we were like, we're going to take the kids. They've never been. Um, we're going to see some family one day, but the rest of the days we're going to do the tourist thing. And we wrote down a list of shit that we were going to hit, you know, Empire State Building, Statue of Liberty, all that shit, right? Like Rockefeller Center, you name it. It was, matter of fact, it was the same year that, that the Nintendo store opened up. So oh, really yeah. that. So we're going to go hit that, right? Whatever. We make this massive list that we go, we're not going to be able to hit it all. We do everything. None of those fuckers remember it. Yeah. They remember like little pieces and how many times in that trip did you wish you were by yourself none really yeah okay. there wasn't a moment there where you're like <sighs> no 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 because we were no because we were like it, it was it was cool because we thought that the list was going to be too long and then we ended up like it was like first day 10 at 10 at night and then we like what's open oh empire state building let's go Oh, nice. So, so it was shit like yeah. that. So it was kind of, it was, it, it was sort of planned slash spontaneous okay. at the same time. Um, so, so it was a really good trip, but I really thought, and the reason why I had agreed to do it was I was like, yo, they're old enough to remember. Those fuckers don't remember anything or not, not much. That's what I'm saying, but like, not you would have remembered that by yourself or the, you know, I'm sure you do. I probably wife have done all that shit. Yeah. But it was a good experience for us too. No, absolutely. We remember everything. Dude, and, and there's value, obviously, in taking kids on vacation, doing stuff and exploring mm-hmm. and doing that stuff. But I think that for this, like I'm I'm reading and I'm like, nah, I can totally see this because the the vacation, you know, the quote unquote checking out should be for everyone. Like, and you, you know, whether that's individual or together or whatever, but like how people decide to disconnect should be up to them. Not, yeah. uh, you know, just because you're married, it shouldn't be, uh, 
Oh, it's not selfish to want to yeah. disconnect. No, not at all. Like, and, okay, and it's sorry. not to say that. Oh, I want to go and be single for a week. It's not. It's not that. No, it's that I just don't like. I, I want to fucking cater to you guys for. Yeah, a week. like That's I, what I, don't, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to serve my job. I don't want to serve you. I don't want to serve the children for seven days yeah, or however long that is. Right. It's like right. I don't yep. want to. Like I just don't want to do it. I want to just be an individual for a few days during this year. Yeah. And yeah, that, that is not that that is not uh anything that that should be frowned upon. Yeah, I actually feel like this is a, a healthier way, man. But um, yeah, I was looking at that. It was um, actually overwhelmingly a lot of people were sort of supportive of her. But there were, you know, the the and a lot of people said, in there that were kind of like, "You're a bitch," and da, 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 da. you know how fucking the internet gets. <laughs> uh, you cunt ass whore. You're just trying to cheat on him for a week. I was like, yo, you guys are wild. <laughs> Do you make any money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bro, there was a lot of those. Yeah. You, know, you make money. You're a single mom. You don't even have a job. Wow. I'm, like, I'm like, damn, yo. You that's about, that's harsh. Yeah, that, that, that's crazy, man. Listen, if, if, if your woman is home taking care of your kids, that is a fucking job in itself. I couldn't do that shit. Fuck that. Yeah, I would. I would. I love my kids. I don't want to be with them twenty four seven a day like that. Like I don't want to be with nobody twenty four. Yeah, no, you're right. I don't want to be with anybody that much, man. I don't even like me that much. Like, <laughs> sometimes I need a break from me. <laughs> it's called sleep. <laughs> Six to eight hours a day, I get away from myself. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> we're right at an hour, man. What do you uh? Oh shit! What do you want to touch on? I was gonna talk about. Did you see all this? Like the 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 whole like you know this is we're entering June. Yes, and it's gonna be like the the Gay Pride Month. Yeah, right. And so I was actually surprised that a lot of companies are like they, they do shit for this. Back in the day, nobody did. Nobody did. But not only that. So like back in the day, I used to work at Disney, and um, every day there was the same day in June every year they had. They, sorry, they didn't have. The LGBTQ community would show up. Yeah, in Magic Kingdom. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't it like was sanctioned a, by Disney. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And 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 you know, I thought Disney did it really well because Disney was just like, yeah, like we're not sponsoring this, but we're not turning anybody away either. Hold and on. if and if you're offend, like if if you're offended, we'll give you your money back. You don't go that day. Just leave. No, no, but they, like, and Disney was cool about it. So if if you were a family and you went there and you were appalled, you can go to guest relations and they go like, uh, you know, like it's not a Disney uh, funded day for them. But if you, you know if you're unhappy, here's your money back. Come back tomorrow or the next day or whatever. Okay. But they just allow allow it, right? So the, right. the so the community says we're going to to Disney on this day, and they just show up and they pay and they go in there and they have a good time, and and most people for most people don't care. Mm -hmm. But I see like um this, the ones that are in the news this week is like Target. So Target, they they lost like twelve billion in market share in the last like ten. Days. Oh, their stock, their stock. Okay, okay, because. They're being like boycotted, so they they put like like front and center. They had this like uh, like this uh, kind of gay pride um, clothing um, to include like tuck friendly bathing suits. No way. Yeah, bro. I don't even know if that it's was kind of funny. The, that that was kind of the uh, yeah yeah the tuck friendly bathing suit for the for the woman with a little extra up front. That's hilarious. <laughs> the woman with a little extra. <laughs> You're enlarged clitoris. <laughs> 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 
for but, that woman with yo, that's the commercial right there. <laughs> for that woman with a little extra. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a marketing genius. <laughs> I'd see him all the But no, man. So, so they had like this. They had like these these displays, and it was like you know, like the the, the rainbow colors and the pride and blah, blah blah. Um, I think where they went wrong was that they had clothing that had um that had things like like one of them that I saw was said uh trans people will always exist, but it, but it was a kid shirt. Uh, and I okay. think people were just like, okay, motherfuckers. Yeah, you can't nah, fuck yeah. with people, animals, or elderly is the problem is like people get really sensitive about or it. Or the kids. Right? That's what I'm kid, saying. Kids like, are kids, Sorry, yeah, kids, sorry. elderly, yeah. and, and animals, yeah. And and so now, so, so so they've been having like, there's like a public like outcry and and, and they interview some people and, and what ended up happening was, um, I guess a big enough group of people boycotted Target and they moved the display like to the back. To the back. Do you care? I don't give a shit. I do. I, I don't even know that I would that I would look twice at it. Me neither. I don't give a fuck. But I don't. Yeah, I, I just don't. I don't care. Like, I also have the firm belief like the market will dictate whether or not people have a tolerance for it, bro. Right. People either buy it or they won't. Like, I, when I see people protesting and and thinking outside and creating a big stink, I'm like, okay, first off, get a job. Like, you don't have nothing to do. Like, I saw people fucking breaking displays and and yes, and yes. and rioting and all that stuff. Well, I, like, okay, and you I, don't and have I, and I think Target moved to the back. That was the reason so why you couldn't see it. it from the window and the entrance. It was because no, it was because their um the employees were getting harassed. Yeah, and so they were just like, yo, we're not, you know, for the safety of our employees, we're gonna move this to the back. Um, but besides them, man, they had like, uh, you know, we had the Bud Light thing recently. Does that, sorry, really quick on Target, does that then, does that diminish support? Does that sort of prove that they're just pandering and they're not actually being supportive of a group? Or do you think, no, does that but, show concern? No, because, because if you go, hey, we're going to, we're going to continue to do this. We're going to leave it in the front. And then now you're putting your $15 an hour employee having to deal with irate customers. Like there was a dude that, that, that posted on his own TikTok that he's in there like, you know, asking other customers, asking the employees, do you think that this is okay? This is devil worship, you know, like that kind of shit. <laughs> um, and so there, there's people coming in harassing the target employees. And in reality, like, it's like, yo, the target employees, yeah, they, they didn't make that decision. They didn't make the decision to put that shit there. Like, it's like who you like go to go to the corporate office. Like if you want to do something, yeah. go boycott the corporate. And office. if you're one, and if you're worried about your kids are gonna see it, go be a fucking parent, bro. I feel like people are afraid to parent, and that's like half of the issue too. It's like if I saw that again, I probably wouldn't notice. But then also, if my kids ask me like, "Was I?" Let's have the conversation. Like I don't know what to. Um, I, yeah, the fact that people got time for shit like that, it just still blows my mind. I mean, I'm not surprised by it, but it's just it's just like. Why do you care this much? Like, it's not, I don't know. It, it, I'd, uh, I'd be like, you should be worried why we live in a world where we have to have a gay pride month. Like, why well, it has to be something that, that we... That's what begs the question of the, uh, of the not, not, not just that. It's like everything, right? Like, why do we have to have a pride month for anything? And that's what I'm saying. Like, right? we should like, be more upset be... that we live in a world like that. And we live in a world like that because you have people who go in there and say shit like that's devil right. worshiping. and that are, You know what I mean? Like, and it's just like... Okay, bro. That this is you're the reason why we need to have these pride months because, like, your point of view is sort of antiquated in in your thought process. It's like you don't have to agree with it, but and you can hide and mask behind whatever excuse you're using to like to be a bigot. But it's like 
to each their own. Like go go be free to do that. Like we let you, and then let people be free to do whatever. Like, but at the end of the day, man, if you're consenting adults and you're not harming, you know, people who are, um, uh, I I you know who don't have the ability to defend themselves, i.e., kids. Have at it. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, just, like, it's it's just, just it, doesn't, it doesn't really matter. That it doesn't matter. And, and I just feel like having it's it's like it's like having the having the Pride Month is almost a double edged sword mm-hmm. because it's it's sort of bringing light um, and 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 bringing exposure to 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 the community as a whole, which is supposed to be positive. But then you have people that just don't that that don't agree with it and think that it's just morally wrong, right? Right? And it's just like yo, know, a lot of times. These people are not making the decisions to 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 feel the way they do. They just they just they just feel that way. That's right. Right. It's just the way it is. Maybe they're born that way. Um, but even like the 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 Dodgers. So the Dodgers did uh they had like a like an annual um Pride Day. And they were bringing in the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, which is a, kind of like a drag group, but they just they just about like nuns. That's hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> but again, you go, you going when when the Dodgers organization invites invites them and then they have the whole like, you know, Catholic spin on it. Right? To me, it's yeah, just like you just you're kind of asking for trouble, man. You definitely are and and you're not doing any favors to that community. To anybody, so shame on man. them because it's yeah. like if you're going to pick a representative of that community to shed light and bring positivity and awareness, then you pick a group that isn't controversial, right? right. You don't do that because that is like you know that that is like the difference between you exposing someone to the eagles in rock and roll and marilyn manson you know what i mean like you got to right. ease someone in a little bit like you can't give them the most extreme version of something because it sort of reaffirms what they think exactly. the group is about uh so that's dumb what was the butt light one when i can never get my arms wrapped around like i know there's controversy behind the the person that they picked but i can never really get a clear like i hear different conflicting things about why this person is controversial and but then I can never really seem to find any concrete stories online, like from reputable sources about uh, I think it's Dylan Mulvaney, the the the, yeah. the person that the Bud Light picked. But they do have multiple sponsors from multiple large corporations. Like she is sponsored by um, not only Bud Light but Nike and Ulta and Maybelline. Oh, and all the, really? Yeah. So okay, five or you know, whatever major corporations didn't fuck this up, like. That one I struggle with because I go, there's some controversy behind there that I've heard uh, from people, but I've never actually seen the stories, right? So I can't really like, I think, base I think an it, opinion I think off of that. it's because of Bud Light's or Bud Wi- Budweiser's base. That's it. That's bro. really what it is. It's the base. And it's hilarious because I think Bud Light is in a position to take that risk because Bud Light is the largest selling beer in America, like by far. So like I think Bud Light, something last year is $4.5 billion in sales. Yeah. The next closest one is Modelo at like 3.7. Which Modelo so is now pu- the, pulling up. Pulling up, right. Yeah, Be- because yeah. people are still like buying. massively. Yeah, yeah. No, it's huge. Yeah. But it's hilarious because the failure of a Bud Light is going to drop it into second place in $3 billion in sales. Like yeah. it's right, like, right, it's right. most other beverage companies would murder to have Bud Light's <laughs> like, you know, uh, uh, share, like market shit numbers, share. Yeah. But they're shit numbers. But it's like in relation to where Bud Light was, it's... It's, it's crap, but Bud Light is still the number one selling beer in America, which is like hysterical. Uh, and so maybe for them, they felt like they could take a risk. I, and again, I, I never really understood the beef behind this person. I haven't done enough research probably, but 
it comes off like you know like when your, your representative of anti bud light is kid rock i'm like eh, i can't really trust your opinion on this bro like you're sitting there <laughs> fucking shooting you, bro it's like you'd almost be better putting who's the fucking kid who just got away with murder uh uh that was a cow whatever um Oh, got acquitted uh, of murder. Yes, Let yes, me yes. use that properly. But yeah, you could have put that kid the on guy, the cover with a the rifle. Guy in like Portland. Or yeah, right? uh, yeah, wherever, or Where, Minnesota, Minnesota, wherever the fuck, somewhere yeah. up there. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, you probably could have put that kid on a can of Bud Light and you would have sold more because of who your base is and who it's catered to, right? Like, uh, you probably could have put that kid with an AR-15 on the cover of it and it would have probably, sales would have skyrocketed. But like, don't put a guy who thinks he's a girl because people lose their shit. It's, it's like so... <laughs> it's so weird, man. Like, the you could have had like a lineup of mass shooters going around the can and I think people wouldn't have given a fuck. But then it's like, there's this like massive outrage. It's, I don't know, man. I would argue the fact that we find the need to have to do this stuff should bother people more than it does. I also dislike corporations being disingenuous behind, they're jumping behind a, a sort of a monetary opportunity and not necessarily the cause. Because if you care about the cause and you sort of stand, then stand on it. Yep, yeah, then stand on it. Yeah, stand on that shit. Like do it and then own it. Yep. And if you're- And bu- not for that man target. Hire a fucking police officer. Absolutely. And put them on the put them on the Because thing. that to me shows that you're down for the cause, right. not down for the revenue. Because they're like, we're not taking this shit off the shelf. They still want to sell it. So we're gonna put it in the back. <laughs> but you know, you said like standing for the cause would be nope, we still want this front and center. We're gonna hire some extra security there or whatever the fuck. Like and that's what Chick-fil-A. What the fuck Chick-fil-A do? Because Well, they just hired some some dude that's he's like the the, like like the head of what the hell is it? The head of uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. Which doesn't every most major corporations have that position? Yes. Oh, this motherfucker about to open on Sundays, people. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Chick Fil A. <laughs> but I mean, like this is you know Chick Fil A's a you know it's a Christian company and yeah. and with Christian values and and so I, I think that the whole thing is like. Where does this? Where are you going with this Chick Fil A? I think that's kind of the public outcry is like, well, all right. So people are pissed about the hire. Oh yeah, that's hilarious. I think again, I, who has this a, kind of time? <laughs> Ooh, I want to be mad about shit like that, bro. <laughs> I want my life to be so good that I have time to be outraged about shit that affects me not even not a even a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah, like be you know, I, I could see if you were an employee there. Um, you know, if again. If, and if, and if things change to 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 well, you're not getting your chicken sandwich real quick, and and the lines get longer, and things that affect you. But for the most of us, so you know how many times I have been reached out to for a position of director, manager, whatever of diversity or yeah. inclusivity or yeah, for years. Not this isn't new. I can think. How the fuck do you get that? I have, I because they see my fucking name, bro, and the picture. <laughs> and they're like, he's got a Spanish name, but he looks Middle Eastern. We might have checked all the boxes. Get this motherfucker here. <laughs> like, bro, going back almost a decade, and I don't think I'm over-exaggerating that, I have been reached out to or headhunted for positions like that. Why, why have you ever gone on an interview? You sh- I did once, like, yeah? just to hear them out, and then I, I kind of removed myself from the thing because I didn't like... It was like the position entailed a lot of like training and okay. talking and giving like speeches and whatever the fuck. And I just didn't want like it just wasn't my thing. But uh, for like a pretty big company, by the way. Okay. So 
Um, and it would be doing like giving diversity trainings and stuff like that. And so you would be responsible for putting together like curriculums and that yeah, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, All that wasn't my thing, but I was curious as hell. Like, all right, what are you trying to do? And uh, from what I could gather, a lot of them were like you were learning about the things and then almost te- like cultural sensitivity. Yeah. Like teaching employees how to deal with it, what they are, you know, what it means, you know, sort of. It's almost like as a way to make the employees less, I guess, um, discriminatory yep. against maybe certain groups. But um so it isn't new. No, like, no, no. It's not. Yeah. And most companies no, but have it's, and most and most major corporations, I would argue all of them have. Yeah, them. right. Okay. Any Fortune Five probably yep. has this position. Yeah, it's for Fortune Five Hundred, sorry. Um Yeah. That's, so so people know. are just pissed about the hire for Chick-fil-A. They didn't even do anything yet. It's not necessarily right. I think it's just that the the not not the guy that got hired. I think it's just the position. Because they, I, I think it just looks like, oh, you're following these other corporate entities. Y'all close and on Saturdays. Yeah, right. for, the, <laughs> for the Sabbath. <laughs> Dude, man, let's, let's, let's end with something oh, man. good, man. What's up? Um, what's this? You said somebody, uh, somebody want to stay high. Yo, this motherfucker, bro. I, can't, I don't even have his name in front of me. I got to find it. But homie found out that there's a part of your brain that's sort of responsible for being, uh, uh, for like dictating your high. Okay. Like if your high sort of gets impacted. Yeah. So he cut a thing into his skull and essentially, I got, I got to pull the thing. At home? Uh, probably. Uh, let me see where he did this shit because. <laughs> okay. I need to know. Yeah. I need to know. I got to get, I want to get race this exact. guy is. Oh, I, I mean, where he lives. Do, are, do, are you really <laughs> curious? <laughs> like what? What's the, uh, that's, um. What what show does that? Is that um oh. Breakfast Club? Oh yeah. The what race is what race is it? Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this donkey of the day. Sorry, I mean this so that he drilled a hole in his own skull to stay constantly high. So his name is Joe Mellon. He's a former member of the swinging sixties acid revolution, I guess he described himself. Oh and he um he wanted to be on an indefinite trip. Uh, and this is an archaic process known as uh, trepanation. So I guess it's something that's existed. They've known that they drill a hole in your skull yeah, yeah. in a specific part, and it gives you basically a permanent trip. Get the and f- so he wanted to have this experience, so he did it himself. Drilled a hole in his head. Dude, being... Have you ever done acid? Nah. Dude, I've not. I've done acid. Yeah. Probably literally like like maybe four or five times. Okay. Right? As as a as an as a as, first, as a team, you weren't sure you liked it or not the first couple. Of yeah, <laughs> he said. Yeah, I know. I, I think the first time I took it, we sort of had it planned, and it was four of us. Okay, and we said we're gonna do this because again, what we have, what what we had heard about it was just like, okay, we're gonna do this. We're gonna pop the trip. It's gonna take about an hour to kind of hit us. And then we want to be somewhere where we don't have to drive. We don't have to do anything. Like we want to be, want to be safe. A responsible trip. Yeah, we had a, yeah, we did. Yeah, you want to trip responsible. And, and, and especially because <laughs> we were, we, we had not done it before. Okay. Yeah. Or at least, I think out of the four of us, maybe one or two, maybe half of us had done it, but maybe the other half not. Okay. But whatever. But from what we had, you know, what the information that we had acquired was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to be anywhere to drive, whatever. So what do we do? We went to Disney World. <laughs> so we pop the trip we get in the car i drive right so it, and it literally takes it takes it by the time we got in the park the shit was starting to hit and mickey was alive at that point bro, we went to magic kingdom <laughs> get this shit bro 
we rode all the shitty rides like small world fucking peter pan like all the really like yeah. little kitty rides they were all phenomenal they're amazing See, bro why is disney replacing them they should just in line hand out the little the the, the, the thing that melts trip. on your tongue <laughs> and out the little sheet of paper like dissolve that like hold that under your tongue for a couple no, minutes no, and they give you the, you can use a fucking magic band because you, you want to come back <laughs> <laughs> when your high's kicking yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put the fucking timer Genius. on there. Yeah, forget spending money on new. Dude. Oh, my God. Some of the memories I have from that time was, we were, so we were riding Small World. So you can picture, <laughs> it's, That's you know, it's funny. probably like, I don't know, we're probably like eight, 17, 18 years old. Okay. Around there. We're riding Small World. And all of us are going, yo, look at that. Oh, wow. And we're sitting in, we're, we're in the back of the boat. And for those that don't know, a small world is trash. It's the, the animatronic are the worst things ever worst done. Worst ride it's, ever made. It's, yeah, it's pretty bad. It so, goes about a, a, a one mile an hour. It's a, it's a fucking, like a, like you're in like this, kind of like this log. It's a carny boat. Yeah. Basically from <laughs> those old carny rides. Yeah. And, and, and it just goes like maybe one or two mile an hour down this thing and, and you just hear music and these little animatronics are fucking moving. I guess that's probably the best way I can describe it. Yeah, but it's not. It's but not Disney exciting. does a, a phenomenal job at 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 keeping everything like uh bright. Like there's always like like the, their painters are constantly painting. So there's not, nothing looks run down. It always looks new. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. So when you chip on acid, when the things are colorful, it pops. It okay. really fucking pops. So you're like 3D, 4K, just it's just it's just like it's just like overload. It's like okay. it's like a sensory like fucking. So we're looking around and we're like, "Yo, look at that! Oh, look at that, bro!" We get to the part. There's a part where they have these hyenas and the animatronic hyenas. They're in this laughing position, and they're rocking back and forth. And then the other thing is that it's not only your visual; it's your 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 audio sensory. It's like it's overloaded. Uh-oh. So we get to that point, and then one of my boys goes, "Yo, look at the hyenas." <laughs> And bro, we lose it. Like good or bad? Like laughing? Laughing. Okay. okay, Like we fucking started. That could have gone. Yeah, it could have gone bad too. We start crying, bro. And and I just remember this lady like turning her head like really slow looking around. And she looks at us and she has this really big like Joker smile on. Almost like, what the fuck are you guys on? I can't wait to get off this shit. And you guys are having (laughs) the time of your life. But we did that shit, man. And that was like, and dude, the, the trip lasts eight hours. Eight hours? Eight hours, bro. Eight fucking hours. But it's eight enjoyable hours? I'm guessing because you did it more yeah, than Yeah, I mean, it was not. Yeah, but that was a thing. So like I did it more than once, but then I had enough. I think I had enough sort of like, quote unquote, bad trips that I go like, nah, I don't like this. Is, this, this sucks. Yeah. So I can't imagine somebody going... I want to drill a fucking hole in my head, so I want to be like this all the time. It's kind of wild, bro. I would, I listen, and I want to do the the ayahuasca and like some shroom trips. Like I'm, I, I do want to do that shit at some point in time. I need to look into that. But yeah, the ayahuasca, I'm interested in that as well. Yeah, that shit would be kind of cool. But drill a hole <laughs> in your head, bro, to feel high permanently like yeah. wouldn't it be better to just do the acid <laughs> yeah and come off and the, come, come off, off of it and then yeah so you can function yeah bro what is day to day like if you're always tripping? i can't i can't even imagine i knew i knew this kid back in those high school days man that that did it a lot mm-hmm. 
And I remember he he would say that even when he well, he did it so much that even when he wasn't tripping, he would have episodes to where there would be minutes at a time where he would trip, like hallucinate, and yeah, do the whole holy shit, and then and then and then it would and then it would sort of turn off. Isn't that the what is it? Uh, 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 I made Ultra, or whatever the 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 study, the CIA didn't they use a lot of acid and all that shit in like the seventies, and they were like. There's all what, these theories. That's called, a, that's what it created, yeah. like Charles Manson and all these other kind oh, of people. Oh, that's like, right. That's right. I, I think heard it's Ultra. Some. This is a, um, uh, it's like an obvious name, but anyway, uh, MK Ultra. That's what it was. MK Ultra, and um, but they use acid to over time sort of can like condition people, and uh, I guess some properties of it like help you manipulate brains or, or their behavior, and over time you keep doing it, or you can make them believe certain things, and I, I don't. But there's like. Fascinating stories about the the CIA and experimentation with that uh, in the seventies. That is super crazy to use, like for mind control and that sort oh, of shit, wow. or to paranoia, or to make you seem like a lunatic, or you know, like we want the people to think this guy's crazy, ruin his credibility, or like shit like oh, that. Oh, it'll do that. There, bro. Yeah, dude. So there's all these like crazy yeah, stories about that. them using asses like for shit like that, um, where like the the government did that type of shit. Yeah. Like I believe that. There's there's fascinating. Yeah, you gotta go down that rabbit hole one day, man. Like it's there's some really crazy with that whole MK Ultra thing. Like there's just some really crazy stories. Behind yeah, that thing, man. Nuts, man. It's nuts, bro. Yo, this on guy. that, tell them where they can find us. Uh, tripping at the kingdom, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the episode. <laughs> you right. You right. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. If you're not already following us at the Carbon Football Podcast on Instagram, Carbon Football Pod on TikTok, the Carbon Football Podcast on YouTube, at Carbon FP Pod on Twitter, uh, the Carbon Football Podcast page on Facebook, and then all your favorite uh, streaming platforms uh audio stitcher tune in spotify geo savic ghana pocket cast pod chaser uh google cast a uh, youtube podcast actually now just released so if you have youtube music they actually have a section now for youtube podcast so we'll be on there uh youtube podcast on the visual side as well so it's not just regular youtube we're actually included in this youtube podcast segment as well um and yeah make sure you guys uh like and subscribe and, and follow us on there because it, it helps with with the algorithm man so the more you guys are liking the videos the more you guys are following um it helps sort of keep us up and, and easier for other people to find us and um uh, you know Absolutely. tell your pizza man tell everybody you know listen <laughs> yeah before we go um this week memorial day shout out to all the veterans yeah uh, obviously the ones that are that are gone and um and and the ones that are still with us we remember you and the families that served alongside of you. Absolutely. And as always, we appreciate you guys. And we will see you next week. See you next week. Peace. Peace.